lamb madras with coconut rice and uh, garlic naan. Oh, very cheeky. Mm. Did you make it yourself? No. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Shabocast, a podcast allegedly about Doctor Who. He said it. I'm joined today by Harry. Oh, I already said hello. Okay. Say it again, you fuck. Hello. By Dan. <laughs> hello? No, the other one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not your turn yet. Oh. And also Dan. Hello. And I'm Cameron. Is, is Paul joining us today? <laughs> oh, Paul's not with us. <clears throat> Paul's not with us this week. He's, um, he's in another call about to watch Shrek Forever After, he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cheeky boy. Check it. Well, what, what, what will he get up to next? Eh? Right. So, how do we how do we do this again? Um, well, we um, we say things we remember that happened in the episode for about forty minutes, Are we talking and about then it? I half remember some new stories, and then we wrap it up. Okay. So, which is weird Blink? because you write the things down in a list, so you don't forget them. That's true. Blink is brilliant. But it actually seems. Oh, like... oh, we're just going straight into the. Well, I thought you said we were going into the review. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we? What are we talking about this we week? I know you've already said the Blink. name, but give it a bit of. Pretend we're slightly professional. This week, so today we're talking about 2007's uh, Doctor Who story Blink by Stephen Moffat, we'll joined by uh, a mixture of David Bradley, Richard Hundle, and William Hartnell again. <laughs> the impression, yeah, the impression is somewhere between those three, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I do William Hartnell. Yeah, so what were people's thoughts going into the rewatch? Because we've all watched Blink before. Well, it's a classic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it it always seemed like it was made worse by the hype that it got. Because I always liked it when I first saw it, and then because it got so much hype, I just found it a bit... Like, it wasn't... It's brilliant, but the hype just put me off a bit. That... I actually wrote that when I was watching it because, like, I gave it a rating at the end, and it's like I've given it eight out of ten because it, it would be higher if. Did you just throw a cat? Hang on, <laughs> just for the video listeners, for, for the listeners who can't see what I'm seeing now. Cameron was talking; he was discussing his thoughts then, and then just. Just, just in the little corner of the screen containing Harry, he, his arm disappeared off screen. He picked up a cat and then just threw it. A cat. He just threw it. The oh, it's back. back. That's the tail. The cat is back. You're going to throw yeah, it again? You fucking monster. <laughs> Try for a 20 point shot. He's fine. He's. But he's here. He threw it with all the casual dismissal of like a, a bottle, rolled up piece of paper that you'll throw next to the bin. <laughs> coming up and I need to, look, he's coming back. I need to get him away from you for that. Uh, oh, yeah, because otherwise he'll start like logging into your accounts, won't he? Because he's like, he literally. He's got opposable thumbs to be able to type properly. You don't need opposable thumbs to type. It's Usually thingies. Thumbs are quite good for space barring, though. I mean, they they're useful, but they're not essential. That's good. That's, that's why I said that's the basics. Better. 
Tom well, I, I wasn't listening to the second that. half of your sentence. Um, yeah, back on to Blink. It's a really good episode, but like, I couldn't give it a higher score than I did because over the years it's just been overplayed and people going, oh yeah, this is really good, this is really good. And it's like, it's really good, but it's not that good anymore because you keep going on about it. Shut the fuck up, please. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that, like... I think it's true it's been overhyped. Yeah. But I, I don't... That doesn't... I, I think I'm able to separate that. It, it, it does just, take away a bit for me now, but... Mm-hmm. It's still a it, really good episode to watch, like, away it, from the hype. It takes away from me because... Not while actually watching it. While actually watching it, I'm like, fuck me, this is amazing. But then when I think about it outside of watching it, I'm just like, oh, can I? Be? I mean, it's just so over like hyped. But then actually watching it, I think it's brilliant, and I don't mm. have any none of that impacts on it. It's just like my knowledge of the episode, which is sort of my view of it, rather than my actual enjoyment, which is altered. What do you think, Dan? Me? You? No one cares what I think. Yes. yes. We just asked you. Otherwise you wouldn't be on the goddamn podcast. I'm the uh, replacement, not yours. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think uh I think Blink's really good. Um Oh right, yeah. Oh go on, we've heard that all already. Alright, okay, so I'm not so talking now. <laughs> um yeah, so as Harry Harry was saying then uh probably something. <laughs> but I was thinking that... <laughs> I'm sorry Harry I'm editing I, I was listening to you talk now in the other ear I could hear you talk in the video of you that I'm editing but I, I, what you were saying was roughly um, you were hesitant to revisit it mm. with high hopes because of how no one shuts up about Blink yeah um, and I agree with that yeah. but also I think people the the people who specifically say it, I'd introduce people to Doctor Who with this episode. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I th- I think I was going to mention that later, but should we drill down on that now? Yeah, yeah, it's not a good idea. It's, it's not, no, it's not a good intro. You don't because the Doctor's not in it. Someone to an episode of a show that doesn't feature the main character for more than five minutes. Yeah, and it, it it's it's also one of those episodes that's like the rest of the show isn't. As good as this, or no. even like this in structure or form, or doesn't even have as good ideas. So yeah, it, yeah this is like one of the, it's the exceptional episodes. It's like raising false hopes. Yeah. What I do like about this episode, though, with you saying the idea is, it's a somewhat original idea that Moffat had that he didn't yeah. repeat four times whilst he was showrunner. Well. He had Weeping Angel stories, but he didn't have them like this. But he did have a lot of databanks full of people episodes. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And I forgot about one because I forgot about the Bells of St. John has it in as well. That's true. We've got Dark Water Death and Heaven. We've got Bells of St. John. Silence in the Library. Yeah. And Twice Upon a Time. Yep. <laughs> Is that all of them? I'm sure there's another. Yeah. I, I yeah, think there's, I think there's another one as well. Um, 
Wait, sorry, I've forgotten what the, the type of story we're describing is. Uh, human souls in a database of some kind. That's it. Oh, isn't there some of that in Pom- uh, in Madame de Pompadour one? Is there? No, that's There's a ship full of humans. As part of the ship, which is a similar sort of thing. It's similar to... A similar sort of thing that was also repeated in Deep Breath. Yeah. Yeah. What about... Hmm... This is great content. <laughs> Just four people here silently thinking. Oh, uh, remember the when the thing? Oh, yeah. Doctor Who. Um. But yeah, back to Blink. Really good opening. Oh my god, it's it's. I think for a up cold open, point, it, it is. I think the best in the series. It's not, up there. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. most, like. Of the uh, three episodes he'd written up until that point, it's the most what we would recognise as Moffity, I would say. I did get a bit of a Sherlock vibe from that opening as well. Like, the bits that he had in this that I think he then went on to develop a bit more in Sherlock (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then made them shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sherlock is really bad when you watch it. Sherlock has some very good moments. Sherlock and it also Sherlock has some season four fine. moments. Yes. Um. 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 <laughs> this uh, starring I, I want now Oscar nominee Kerry Mulligan. Hmm. He was wearing a massive dress yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, while we're talking about Sally Sparrow, another annoying thing people say is she should have been a companion. I'd rather have I got a spin-off than be a companion. I no, well, don't I don't do anything. Really, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I, w- I will. I am throwing you under the bus here, Harry. It is oh, just to completely go off it's something. Great. It is amazing to me how often people say, "Oh, this thing should get a spin-off," and you're like. You think that character can sustain a sustain anything beyond like the few minutes there? Sorry, Spyro is a pretty bad example here, and I, and I also can't think of an example of the thing I'm talking about. So really, this is nothing uh, at does all. The one from the uh, Easter special, Lady Christina. She's got a oh, big finish spin off. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I mean more like, like just. The, Generally, in the world. Oh, but Oh, we've lost him. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, and hello. No, oh, he's back. Yeah. The Pantanoska. Oh, I, th- I, oh, I think they can sustain. Strax and Co. Because Strax is the best one. They can sustain a spin-off. Nostum. Then. I think I think we've I think we've Gang. Yeah. Uh, can someone go and turn Dan off and on again, please? <laughs> he needs rebooting. Get it in that data bank. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> um. What else? So it's also it's a really in- interesting way that they um like the doctor's just kind of in the background and someone goes huh and then. Like doesn't yeah. like talking about it. It's a really like interesting way to introduce so the main character of the show. Yeah, there's so many good ideas in it. 
Like, and it's also one of the few episodes of Do- It's so weird for a time travel show that they barely ever utilise time as, like, a main feature concept in the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, time travel has always been more... Pushed to the back of it. It's just oh, been, yeah, like, just like a, a means to an end for a setting. Yeah. But this show uses time travel. It weaponizes it. Yeah. yeah. Which is brilliant. It's like... And, like, the idea of the Weeping Angels as well, they're a brilliant monster who are, at least in their first outing in this, actually scary. Like, it's I remember watching this name as a child shitting myself. Yeah. It is a brilliant name. I still get chills when I hear someone mention yeah. the Weeping Angel. It's like, oh. Literally. That might be because of Crash of the Elysium, though, which we spoke about. On oh. uh, how do we feel about um, what they do with the Weeping Angels after Blink? I'm a massive fan. Because I, I like the neck snapping stuff. The voice stealing thing's a bit odd. And I, then whatever else they were doing in class and Manhattan, I can't remember. Class it oh. just appears and it's like it's trying to control Coal Hill because it's got the, like, not the rift, but... Near enough. Well, would that would that then none of that was ever really resolved, was it? No, because so the, there's, it. And yeah, the, so there's not the much we can we have. Is set during season one, so we don't have any resolve for why there was mm. a weeping angel running the board of Gold yeah. Hill. <laughs> it's it's a weird weird when you put it that way, isn't it? Is this in class? Yeah, yeah. I never finished class because it was too shit. I enjoyed it. Oh. I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, I think me and Cameron say that every single time class is brought up. We go, no, I, enjoy, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I, I only managed to get through the first episode. Same. And it had those shitty lava creature things in it. It's, it's a very marmite show. You either like it or you really yeah. don't. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say I love it. I just say I'm, I think it's all right. I think you said you'd die on that hill, Dan. I, you definitely said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually killed a man because of my um, opinion. I prefer the angels in uh, <laughs> the Byzantine Manhattan. to Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Flesh and Stone and Time of Angels is a worthy follow up to this. Yeah, I think. And then after that, it's. Uh, I think they're both good stories, but I think the angels would have been more effective the less amount of stories they appeared in. Mm-hmm. Yes, but. In Angels Take Manhattan, they're made of stone, and it's the Statue of Liberty, which is famously made of copper. Yeah. But it's, it's and also managed to get across Manhattan f- without being seen. It's because it is the, the... It's because Moffat likes to have fun. Yeah. And how dare he. Um, but also, I mean, Angels Take Manhattan is my least favourite of the three. I think they just get worse as they go on, but they're all they're in time. They're in a Time of the Doctor as well, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're under oh, yeah. snow. Very uh, brief. That's the worst appearance. Because that is why the Doctor Who Lego set has Weeping Angels in, because it's based on Time of the Doctor. Ah, uh, yeah. I wonder what the new... Oh, wait, because the... there's filming with Weeping Angels going on. Mm-hmm. They... Yeah. It's for Time Fracture, but I think it is for the series as well. So, what do we think? It's going to be the first time Moffat isn't writing them, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be weird. I know. I see him in these in, in interviews, and he's always said he wanted, um, like, he wanted someone else to write them as yeah. well. Yeah. So be, I wonder what. I'd be glad gonna, to see it. I wonder how they're going to utilize them. Like, are they going to do it by the? 
next snapping are they going to do it by sending back in time I imagine they'll go back to sending back to time yeah because I preferred that idea there's the new mobile game that came out recently, The Lonely Assassins, which is the weeping yeah. out of that west of Drumlins. And yeah. that, it has neck-snapping... Uh, oh, no, not neck-snapping. Sending back in time, turning people into, like, an angel puppet and stealing their voice. Yeah. Like, oh. it's also like what they do with Amy, where... They get inside her head, and then he starts turning into a. Can, can I just interrupt for a sec? Um, Go ahead. It's really weird that we're talking about this, like we're mentioning Time of Angels and uh, Flesh and Stone, because that story was first broadcast eleven years ago, two days ago. Really? <laughs> like it's just been the anniversary of it, and huh. we've just brought it on now. How weird is that? Uh, some of the crazy stuff we get up to here on this show. Crazy. <laughs> How does this stuff happen? One thing that's weird about the story is it doesn't actually resolve the villain. No. It does, doesn't it? They look at each other and they're time-locked. But the rest of them, because there was more than four. No, there wasn't. There was. No, there was was only four in the story. It wasn't meant to be just four, though. But it's implied what? there are it, more it, angels in the world. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, but in terms of the, the four that, that are in this story, there's just the, yeah. basically the four. Then I, I'm not sure how to answer this question. Uh, I want to know. This feels like a trick because oh, there's only four in it. One thing I've always wondered though, they're called the Lonely Assassins because they're normally mm-hmm. there on their own. Yeah, and then there's four. Of them. Why are there four of them? Is it, what's this thing about them being like dead Time Lords or something? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, there's a bit in the end of time where he says like, like the weeping angels of old and everyone was like, yeah. ah. well, they must be Time no, Lords. That's because they were made to stand with their hand over their face. And it's like, I always testament to their shame like the weeping angels of old. And it yeah, was I always saw it as they were imitating angels, yeah. But there's also one in the, uh, the, the bloody, uh, the, oh my god, what's it called? The Cloisters. I mean, there are no, there are yeah, there are there on time them. energy. Why well, would you not try and get so. into the heart of Gallifrey? True. Right. Also, interesting thing, I'm pretty certain that Moffat stole an idea from me. Oh. Uh, now, okay, well, elaborate. Because... The Shadowcast does not endorse this in any legal way. <laughs> you know you know how they had those those mini-episodes and there was that one with Einstein in? Allegedly. What? Tardisodes. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. It was like those mini-ones. The one that uh, was written by, like, a Blue Peter winner. Yeah, yeah Einstein, that was written by a child, that, wasn't it? It was, it was where they basically they got Tardis <laughs> I think you have I don't know. Is that what they're called? Yes. Tardis, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, continue your story. Anyway, okay. So basically, I entered that competition and actually came runner-up in it. Like, uh-huh. my, my school group. And in that, Weeping Angels had only appeared, like, once. And um, we basically... I had the idea of using a mirror to trap an angel so it's looking at its own reflection. Uh-huh. And that hadn't been used in Doc 2. And then right. it it my script got to the stage because it was runner-up where it was actually looked through by Stephen Moffat 
and uh, the executive producer. And so when they were looking at it, after that competition, like about one year, it was, I can't remember what story it was, but there was a Weeping Angel uh, in, featuring in the story where they had a mirror which trapped the Weeping Angel in its own reflection. That must be Angels Take Manhattan. Yeah. It, 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 Even. Yeah. Well, in, in, there is a scene with that. You think that's now, your idea, well, In the game, they stop the Angels by trapping their own reflections on a fucking disco ball. Now, now, Harry, I am gonna, I'm gonna defend Moffat here in the um, when it comes to a creature that can't move unless it's looked at. I would say stopping it's a with a mirror. Stopping them with a mirror is about the third idea you come up. with. Well, it wasn't used before I had done it. So true. However, however, I imagine he's already had that idea. If a child. Could have come up with that idea. I imagine he already thought of it. I reckon he might have... at it and he he was like, "Oh, that's a, that's a really clever idea. I think I'm going to steal it, <laughs> and I'm not going to give him a credit." That's what happened. That's what I'm saying. I... And then and then like he also like shot in a box and left it on your doorstep and ran away. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know where I lived. Oh, Stephen knows where he lived. did, and then he ran away what? back to Paisley. You should. Um, I don't think he's from Paisley. Boy. You should uh, check on check out the uh, is it Nerd Cubed video with him. Yeah. Yes. That's such a good interview. Uh, um, do you know how he got that interview? Is Moffat no. like Nerd Cubed? It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Why do we have any fans who have famous dads? We'll happily interview them. I mean, I've met Nerd Cubed, so uh, does that count? Mm. I have met Colin Baker. Same. Fuck off. And I've met Sylvester McCoy. We're Colin Baker about, was rude. To we're me. talking about. We're talking about. Um, I should have here. Can we? Can we? Can we get back on this? Well, he wasn't rude to me. He was just sassy. And then I was like, boom. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Colin Baker was sassy to you. Yeah, I had asked how much a photo was, and he. How he old was were like, you? Can you not read? And pointed towards the sign, but he turned the sign to face himself to put the card in. I said, well, it's facing the wrong way, you fucking idiot. And he went, oh, I do apologise. So I was like, it's all right. And then everyone applauded. He was so And the whole room clapped. He was sassy to me as well, because I was there with my friend, um, who was a girl. And then he was just like, so he was just like, oh, hello, my dear, come have a picture with me. <laughs> and then he was like, who is this, your toy boy? About me. <laughs> he seems like a very sassy sort of person, but yeah, he's so sassy. nice. He chatted with me for like 20 minutes about he is lovely. shit. Was, was there no one else in the queue? No, yeah, no, he got there quite early. Oh, and he okay. just, like, he'd set up and he had like I remember he was wearing this Cyberman patterned shirt and he just started mm. chatting about random shit like the weather and then his coats that he had to wear and <laughs> complained about his costume a lot I thought yeah you would yep nice what man I, yeah what's weird is that I'd, the, the previous time I'd like had an interaction with him was probably five years before when I was walking through the XL at that convention and I was lining up for the toilets, and he pushed past with like a few other doctors, and his belly like smacked me. <laughs> so. That's brilliant Good times. <laughs> Good times. Uh, so, so blink, blink, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for... Girl no. investigators, like it's near the start, but 
Girl investigators doesn't sound like something anyone would call themselves. Well, uh, funny you should mention that, Cameron. Our podcast is now called Girl Investigators. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to investigate girls. <laughs> Actually, that would make sense, because isn't there a part of the episode, of, like an old episode we did, where I ask, like, what is a woman? Yes, that is. Uh, that sure rings about. That's yeah, the kind of thing you moment, ask, um, like, What's a woman? As a as a as a disgusting the uh, weird disgusting version you are yeah yeah um, um, we are we, we all know that fat as well just enormous mm-hmm. covered in just piss <laughs> you're covered in piss and you smell of what? old cabbages vinegar <laughs> yeah <laughs> vinegar I don't know why I'm friends with you I'll be honest yeah. well, I mean we're just acquaintances yeah that's how I see it <laughs> I, have, I have a blink thing. Yes, please try and get us back on topic, please. <laughs> Blink is probably the an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Shut it's up. a game show hosted by Terry Wogan called Blink. Blink. <laughs> okay. Blink is the oh, best. Angel. Oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> Blink is the best. I've. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> okay, why don't you propose yourself? We did it, we broke it. Okay. The grandson at the start doesn't hang about a bit, does he? It's just like, here's a letter. She looks, it's, turns away, and then he basically runs away. the future, that kind of... Well, to be fair to him, uh, he did say, hey, my grandma just died. <laughs> well, my, 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 my dead grandma gave it to you, and then she laughed and ran away. So, you know. <laughs> she died 20 years before he gave her the letter. She She what? She died 20 years before he gave her the letter. I, I, I realised that as, as I was saying it, and I hope not uh, notice. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, here's what I was saying. It's the, be- like, the flirtation scene. But Is it Billy? Uh, yeah. Billy Shepton. <laughs> Billy oh, and Sally is the best short build-up of a flirtation that I've ever seen on TV, because you actually believe they have real chemistry, even though they've only talked for a minute. Like, you know, like he's, he's so smooth, isn't he? Yeah, and he's so sweet as well. And you mm. just like, you just believe that they could work really well together. And then he gets got. This episode gets got. does a really good thing of making us care about characters we've only just met and we never exactly. meet again, like mm. Sally, yeah. Lawrence, Billy Shipton, Catherine, Caff- Kathy as well. Yeah, uh, the Doctor. He's only in this episode, isn't he? Oh, I'll tell you what, Martha's fucking annoying at the end. Uh, Doctor Who's only in the um, the character of Stephen Moffat. He doesn't turn up mm-hmm. again, does he? At the end, when the Doctor's like talking to Sally and then Martha keeps being like, Doctor, we've got to go. Quick, we've only got 20 minutes till spawning. To be fair, I think she's got a pretty good... Yeah. She's got a good reason. Yeah. I don't, it's annoying. It detracts from the scene. I think it's like a good counter because normally it's the doctor going, "No, nah, come on, we've got to go do this," and then he's stopping to talk to someone, and Martha's just like, "Really? I can't yeah. talk to Shakespeare, but you can talk to this random woman." It's... The, bo- the bullshit. There was bullshit in the story because uh, they were like, "We saw the moon landing four times," but they wouldn't be able to do that because that would be going back on their own time stream. Yeah, I. What well, if you just stand that. over there? Yeah, but they'd still see themselves. Well, it? they'd see themselves. It's it's not like a, a bad thing. Like, that's just like a, oh, look, we came back later. You say that's not a bad thing, but then look at Father's Day. 
Yeah. No, that was only an issue because they interfered with it. Yeah, but... They, just... they, they changed something from their own past. It wasn't the fact that they were there that was the issue. No. The Doctor crossing his time stream going to multiple events more than once is always hazy because when it's for fun, yay. When it's to try and find the Master quickly, though, no. Got to do that the long way. Bad times. I, right. can't, I, I can't remember what episode you're talking about there. Um, end of time. Uh, Will asks him, oh, why don't you just travel back in time to where you knew where he was? And it's like, oh, no, I can't do that. I, the, the difference there is that like he'd already been taken so to to go back in time on it in his own past and then change he would be changing something by apprehending him then we're talking about blink aren't we yeah. um, <laughs> for for it's it's just a great story yeah it's, I think it's they quite missed a time. joke go at ahead. one point so the doctor and Martha get taken back to 1967. Mm-hmm. I think they should have taken them back to 1963 and made a joke about how bad TV is. I think they should have taken them back to 1969 because that's a funny number. <laughs> Sex number. They could have had Patrick Troughton. <laughs> they could have had Patrick Troughton just in the background, like running, going, oh, oh, like in the invasion. Yeah, no, I think they should have taken them to 63 to make a joke about how bad TV is, but. Mm-hmm. Hindsight <laughs> is brilliant. Never met him. Hindsight. So it's it is it's a very timeless mostly. However, it's remarkable how much of it revolves around DVDs. <laughs> it's it's so it's very two thousand and seven for what yeah. is What do you a, mean? I have DVDs. I know you do, but when yeah, was the last time you had a portable DVD player? I do have a portable DVD I've never had a portable DVD player. I, I remember. I have a portable DVD player. When was the last time you used it? Um, when I last had it, so three months ago. But I would have used it since, if I had it since. Sure, I, any port- DVD player is portable if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> the portable DVD players, to me, are very, very... 2007 that that brings me back to like very specific moments and they never fucking worked mine worked they never fucking worked that's the bullshit I'm sorry can you stop swearing Dan oh so um I actually you can't actually censor me Dan um so actually I'll say whatever I want um willies poo you can't stop me saying willies I like willies, willies, willies. Now that's just blue. That's just blue, blue Harry. So, one that's thing I noticed as well in this rewatch is they solve all of this and organise it all in a day. Is it? Yeah, it's all the same day. No, it isn't. Yeah. Is so, it? She goes to the house, we then get the credits. And no, because the end... The end is like... No, the late. end is the... But that's, a, that's the epilogue. That's an epilogue. But the main bulk of the episode is all the same day. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it is. Actually. Yeah. Because in the morning it's... Stu- oh, no, it's not. Because... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it is. Because it starts at yeah. four in the morning, isn't four it? Four in the morning. Yeah. Then at the house. And then the police station. DVD. Yeah, and then... Yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean... It could be on different days, but... But then the they're wearing the same clothes. Oh, yeah. Okay, same yeah. day. Same day. Holy shit. <laughs> I just realised that. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's better than in forty two where they portray forty two minutes in a fifty minute show or in a, 50, a forty five minute show. Yes, but Got they em. have that brief bit at the start and the end. So the bit the forty two minutes is forty two minutes, which is really good. Um, and this episode has the phrase. I I also I do have that as well. Ah, why me? God you damn know, it! You know um, <laughs> the phrase that launched a thousand memes that I wrote. There has a though. Go on, Dan. So I uh, I logged into my old Facebook account the other day. Oh no! Just to have a look at how far I've come as a human being, and not very. One of the things on there was the first cover photo I had, which was a picture of David Tennant, and it says, uh, "Facebook assumes that time is a line, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective <laughs> viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly time." Oh, oh Dan! Oh, and I, I just thought. <sighs> Oh, damn. That is yeah. brilliant. I do really... I, wa- I wanted to, like, disassociate myself with myself. <laughs> I really like that scene, though, where they're talking to the Doctor through the DVD because it's got some quite good humour bits in there. Yeah. And then it becomes really tense towards the end. Um, So there's the bits of, oh, you can do shorthand, and it's like, get your priorities right, woman. Yeah. And then the... <laughs> Angels have the phone box... Mm-hmm. I've got that on a T-shirt. That's such a good. Yeah. There is so many good lines in that. That and they uh, have an angels have the phone box T-shirt. <laughs> and the um, I have till the rain It's a very nice line. Yes, I have. Oh, the rain God damn it! That fucking scene. Yeah, I know. It's just so, it's so moving. Like that's so. I had, oh. a, I had a little cry. I had a little cry. Yeah, it's so moving. Which oh. bit? Um, have until the rain stops. But. The oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Canal. Fucking scene. Um, Stop swearing. Oh, piss per bums. Dan, we were <laughs> saying this felt very 2007 at some points. Yeah. Um, when they refer to it as the net, I know people still do that now, but that always mm. seems very mid 2000s to me. Yeah, and, and also the the like idea of like you talking people on the internet. What? Who was yeah. like, that? Yeah, and the bit where she's like, I've got to go and update my MySpace profile. <laughs> <laughs> and then they look into the camera and say, um, Napster at the same time. <laughs> Napster. <laughs> was Napster 2007? I don't know. We're outing, we're outing ourselves as people who were younger than 10 at that time. <laughs> I was six. I was seven. I was seven or eight, depending on when this came out. I can't remember. Also, you know what bit I liked about this uh, story? It's when Skongo appeared uh, in the prehistory scenes. I'm um, sorry, I, I cannot tell what you're saying. You're sort of eating and putting <laughs> well, things in your mouth. <laughs> I like the bit where Skongo appeared. And he, he started following, um, what's her name, Katie. Catherine. Oh, the whole man. Man from Hull. Skongo. Who what yeah. Skong what is Skongo? <laughs> what? What is what well, you keep saying Skongo? That's his name. <laughs> is it? I thought it was Ben. No, it's Skongo. It's Skongo, it's a reference to a classic Doctor yeah. Who. He appears in like what, you uh, have seen it, man. I know I, hang like, on, can I just check wait so the the man reading the newspaper on a wall in Hull is called Skongo. <laughs> well, in, in the script, it's like a little 
Uh, but you see, it, you see his name, don't you? It's, it's, so it's a reference because um, Skongo like a part of the history of Doctor Who. That being Skongo, who, if you don't know, um, appeared in a lot of the sexy stuff, like the bongos of Skongo. Oh, and the Wibbler. Yeah, I'm the Wibbler. Uh, okay, um, you're fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him put the pillow over his face. Just not laughed. I thought I'm gonna, gonna say something. Although with people appearing, you, uh, I hate you. Banto, who owns the DVD bookshop, whatever it is. Yanto. Banto. Yanto. It's Skongo. You pronounce it Skongo. Fuck off. <laughs> I started googling that. I believed you. <laughs> Well, actually, do Google Skongo though, because I don't want to. It'll it'll come with rude stuff. He's in Doc. No, he's in Doctor Who. Law. I don't believe you. Just do it incognito to be safe. But yeah, uh, <laughs> the guy who owns the bookshop at the start is played by a actor called Ian Boldsworth. No, he's played by an actor, isn't he? Yeah, it's Ian Boldsworth, who was used to go by the name Ray Peacock, who my mum went to college with. I know with. that name. <laughs> Uh, Ray Peacock name. used to do a podcast with Ed Gamble. Ah, uh, that might be why I know it. On Richard Herring's quite a lot as well. Yes. A very lovely, charming bloke. Massive nerd. He used to do the warm-up for Red Dwarf and not going out when he was a comedian. Ah. Yeah, yeah I, I must have heard him just mentioned it something. Yeah. Uh... I, it's it's it is quite funny to me how um, so at the start the shop is a DVD shop. Is that funny? Like, <laughs> well, oh, when, <laughs> when um, Larry's like he's on his own and he's a nerd on the internet. What? Um, and then when they have the shop later and it's both of them, it's uh, it's become more respectable because it's selling books. Mm. Oh yeah, the Parapod. What? Stop just you're saying nonsense things <laughs> that's, now. That's what Ian Boltworth does now. Parapod is great. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. You're talking about something. <laughs> Sorry. Dan's just gone off on one. He's got this big boy status thing, testosterone thing going on now where he's just he's swearing all the time. He's just trying to be oh, like, oh, alpha male. Big, big stinky. We all know the true alpha male is, in fact. Big stinky. No, you, uh, you've never even seen a You want to know something even better before. about the uh, book short? DVD bookshop mm-hmm. in what? the game which follows on from this episode yeah. it becomes a cafe as well Ugh. oh they have Ugh. it's it, like waterstones it becomes a cafe with a bookshop in it as opposed to Ugh. <laughs> it just keeps getting more it's and more fucking worst that's not that's I, not true no, I quite like cafe it stuff to book stuff hmm. uh yeah, I do. Also, um, in the final scene, when Larry goes out to buy milk, he gets uh, skimmed milk because yeah, I noticed that because he's a because re- he's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's all they had. I don't. If, if no. all they had was skimmed milk, I wouldn't. Buy I milk. just wouldn't have milk. <laughs> no, I would just have. I buy. I buy almond milk or oat milk before. Yeah, I one of those. Who gets red milk? <laughs> That uh, I literally commented on that when People I was. People with no fucking tongues. Red milk is semi skimmed. No, no green not, is semi skimmed. That dust is blasphemous. Green is semi skimmed. Lose full fat. Yeah. Red is skimmed. 
non-Brit halfwits doing it. Very yeah, good. We're just, we're just talking over each other saying exactly the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you green for cardboard, blue for bottles. <laughs> <laughs> you got your brown for your garden waste. <laughs> All right, yeah, gr- and some some of us had a, had or have a black bin in the kitchen, a little black one, which you then end up just putting in the the brown one outside. So might as well. Just What's that food waste? Yeah, the little brown shit that sits uh, in the No, we we have a little we have a by our, our bin just throw by it out our the building. Window. Yeah, we the bins by outside our building have like a separate food waste thing. Mm. Ooh la la. Mm. Very posh. Yeah, right. we've got yeah. green is recycling, purple is bottles, Purp- and grey is food waste. That's, we, that's welcome to Scotland. Scotland. Shall we round up, Link? <laughs> what? So what? Shall we round uh, so, up, Link? If, if, well, if you uh, can't well, destroy a stone, then. yet mm-hmm. you can because you just, like, bash it. Smash it off into loads of little pieces. Yeah, just stick a bit of... It's just a ball that chases you around. <laughs> you can destroy <laughs> stone quite easily, Doctor. I don't know what you're on about there. If there's just a little bit of stone on the floor that moves every time you blink towards you, <laughs> it's just a dumb cloud. It's <laughs> just like a little rock that just crawls across the floor. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I always interpreted that as more like because a stone's not alive, you can't kill it. Unless, <laughs> less of a, oh yeah, but you could let, uh, break it up or whatever. Yeah. Because it's like okay, they're not even alive when you're looking at them. Yeah, then like if, they if are, they're not alive, they can't be killed. They are just stone. Mm-hmm. But when when right, you're not close your eyes and go to town on it with a bat. Okay, yeah. but they would get you first. Yeah, because you can't see them, but they can see you. Not if you go out swinging. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, angel's eyes does it think it's not being looked at? If it wait, sorry, I didn't hear that. So you get a blindfold, you put it over a weeping angel's eyes. How does it know when you're not looking? It's science. Well, it's it's, it's a physical biology. Light. Yeah. Thing. Fair enough. <laughs> Although they completely wreck on that in the second. Well, Amy pretends to. Well, no, I, I, I hated that at the time, and I did agree with you. But have, when I watched it again recently, it kind of makes a more, lot more sense in the context because the context is they're completely distracted by the crack. They're going after that. Oh, yeah. So like them, them like freezing isn't a. Uh, oh, we've been seen. It's a. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think we've been seen. We, we should probably freeze at this point. Like the yeah. from Toy Story. Yeah, it's it's they 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 write it, it's written off of like a. Toy, Toy Story story, one, thing. Is story. Toy story is the best Toy Story. Toy Story two is the best Toy Story. Toy Story two is the boring. Toy Story three. Toy Story two. I cried like a baby. Uh, the Doctor doesn't terrible. turn up. The Doctor doesn't turn up fully in this episode until 23 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, 23. That's the number that appears in every movie. It's the best number. I, I, hang on. What? 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 In literally every movie that I've watched. I don't believe this. Yeah, if you go 23 seconds into every film and press pause, it's like 23. (laughs) Got him. Got him. Got him. Dan, your beard looks good today. Oh, thank you. You look looking after it. I got rid of smiling. Harry, I'm complimenting Dan. <laughs> no, it's because uh, <laughs> Cam looked up because he looked like I he heard was... beard and just looked up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I have. Yeah. Um, you like my beard? No. Because very good there. hair. Got a bit of a stash, mm. on you? 
Yeah, a little so one. Though. This episode yeah. was watched no, by 6.62 million people. Okay. It's a lot of the time. Yeah. What? The time. And it is the third of the revival, third episode of the revival series to be based on a pre-existing work by the author. Mm, yes, so the annual 2006. Family the of what? Blood. Huh. And Dalek as well before this. Uh, oh. wait, wait, hang on, what was this based on? Wait, so Stephen Moffat had already Short written a story called What I Did on My Summer Holidays or something like that by uh, Sally Sparrow. Yeah, What I and Did on My Holidays by Sally Sparrow. It's from the um, 2006 annual by Jing, and it's basically she's like watching family tapes and stuff, you know, like family movies and yeah. um, the ninth doctor keeps cropping up because he's lost his time machine and he needs her to go find it to get it back to him huh that's quite interesting I, need to check that I don't know I wonder what or how it went down if it was Russell saying I enjoyed that please write it for TV or Stephen saying yeah. that I'm was some, good. I'm I'm some women painted uh, the statues was, in it yeah. he was meant to write the two-parter for this series but couldn't so when all right, I'll write the Doctor Light one. It takes up less time and stuff, so... Well, he did a very good job. Yeah. But also, Moffat and Russell are literally the best combination of, like, things. Because, like, everything that Moffat did under Russell was some mm-hmm. of his best work. Like, Girl yeah. in the Fireplace. Um, yeah, because he was limited. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he didn't have he to run a series at the same rain. time as well. Because he wasn't given full reign, and when he's given full reign, he just gets lost in his own convoluted plots. Power. Mm. Absolute power corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> power mad conspirators. On that note, I would have loved to see a, a Russell T. Davis episode written in the Moffat era. Yeah. I would have loved to, for Russell to write a one-off. I think Russell... I think he will one day. I think he'll come back for it's a, it's a shame neither of them have come back and done something. Yeah, I without think the Russell, Russell being well, <laughs> Russell being edited by Moffat would be worse than Moffat being edited by Russell because Moffat is good at writing but doesn't really know how to edit. Russell can do both, but Moffat's ideas are just incredible. I don't so. know. I've seen. I I my own. I'm only basing this on the edits I've seen of uh, the Doctor's wife that. Moffat suggested, and they seem to be really. They they seem to work. I, uh, I the half a thought. No, it works. So well, I, from what I'm aware, essentially, I don't know if how this works in the Chibnall era, but in the in Russell Russell's era and Stevens era, they both essentially ghost write the final draft of every episode. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so every episode would go through them and they'd like tighten up and, and change it a little bit. I, be- I believe that because Nightmare and Silver is so shit, even though Neil Gaiman supposed to have written it. Well, that that's the difference there is that it was meant to be a two-parter and then was reduced to a... To a... Um, and was meant yeah. to be in like... Even then, it's just uh, not that great. And Giannotti. America or something. An abandoned amusement... The what? Uh, Nightmare and Silver, it was meant to be like an abandoned amusement park in America in the past... Oh. Not in the moon. And not that would in the future. A space planet in the future. That would have been better, except Angie and Artie are still... Te- oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's why there's, like, a consistent tone in, like, both of their eras, mm. even yeah. when it's not... Even when it's Chibnall writing an episode. 
I mean, Chibnall Zero does have a somewhat consistent tone going through, but that's because he's written all of the buzz. Oh, and it's also because it's a writer's room as well. It's not a, it's yeah. not really an individual thing. It's a writer's room. Yeah, it, it's it. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Back to the trivia bit because um, this is the first episode since Mark of the Rani to be edit to be directed by a woman, and it was. Oh. Ha- Katie McDonald. I couldn't find the I name. I thought it was Euros Lynn. No, That's I did a lot of, in this era, but yeah. it's not. That him. is one. Of, it's so beautifully directed as well. That's mm-hmm. what because every shot looks like a piece of art. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things I, I, I also like the shots in at the end of the scene talking on the DVD because yeah. it keeps Sally in the shot even though she's in a different place by like having a reflection in a mirror and stuff and I think it's brilliant yeah um, all, also all the at the beginning like the whole all the scenes in the house are so be- like the shots in the mirror of Sally um, the shots of the angels creeping up all the light reflecting through and like sort of the rain running down the windows reflecting mm. on uh, on Billy yeah. as he's dying it all just looks really beautiful. It's very well done. Speaking of Billy, Michael. Yes. Oh, I can't read my own fucking writing. The guy who played young Billy. Yeah. Had to redub his lines because he did it in his natural East London accent. Mm. And then when they had got the actor in who played the old version, they did it oh. in his natural accent. And so they had him come in and redub his lines so they both sounded the same that's that why it sounds so weird yeah uh, yeah i thought he sound, i thought it, it that's him i thought it was really good he yeah uh, I, I, I thought he was good it was just like oh it's weird they've had to redub all of this yeah that's probably a reason or something i didn't think that they'd redubbed it yeah they had him he did it in his natural mm. london accent but then when yeah. lewis mahoney whose name i can read in my handwriting did it in a Gambian accent. They had this younger guy read up his lines. Hmm. Um, uh, the, he, he's so the younger him when he's like, and when she says um, her his second name Sally, what's it? Uh, Sally, Sally Shipton. Shipton. Yeah, yeah, Sally Shipton. And then it's just like oh. <laughs> and these two actors had previously had appeared in a show around this time as well, playing father and son. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and I think that led them for the casting of this because it was going to be the young guy just in makeup and prosthesis. Mm. Yeah. But they decided against it because this episode had no money. Yeah, and they wouldn't have looked very good either. Yeah, that was also a reason. <laughs> they cost more to cast a second actor than it does to do some makeup. Yeah, it depends. If it's wanting to look realistic, it will cost you a bit than getting an actor in for a day. Because it, yeah. if he's got it, if he's having to be paid for his time in the chair as well, that's like five grand. Hmm. Um, <laughs> the line about the it's at least part- twelve pounds. <laughs> the line about the TARDIS windows being the wrong size was a joke and nod to. Outpost Gallifrey, where people, when the revival came around, were complaining it the TARDIS <laughs> was the wrong size. 
Yeah. yeah. So people have, people had a lot of issues with that prop when they first saw it. To be fair, it's not my favourite TARDIS prop. Uh, but it's broken, so it's does it not, matter? Yeah. It's not a prop. It's, it's circuit is broken, so of course it's going to look weird. Mm. It just looks bad. Um, TV movie is the best box. Oh, it is beautiful, but it's not the best. It's the, nice, the nicest is... outside, but not the nicest inside. I hate that. Honestly, no. I, I think the current is the nicest outside. The current is yeah, a very nice colour, but the best outside is the Troughton Pertwee one. Mm. In my opinion. Um, Kerry Mulligan was offered to stay on as a companion, but she turned it down. So we could have mm. had Sally Sparrow as a companion. Mm. I don't know when she would have come on. I don't know if she would have been Series 4 or... I'm that would have been, been unfair on Martha, though, because I bet you Russell would have written better for her than he did for Martha. Yeah. Because mm. he was just a twat. And honestly, it's probably, it's probably good that she didn't stay on, because now she's yeah. nominated for an Oscar. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the, an Oscar nomination and win. script meeting beforehand because of how yeah. like tight and stuff they were running it. Mm-hmm. They only had one. Mad. Yeah. And a scene was cut from the epilogue that would have revealed Larry would keep going back to West of Drumlins to check on the angels, which is alluded to in the mobile time, game. Time fracture or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the Doctor and Martha aren't in this one as much because they were away to concentrate on the filming of Utopia and Last of the Time Lost and Sound of Drums. Ah... Uh, Last of the Time Lost Sound of Drums is one of my least favorite and least favorite series. Mm. I like Utopia, but the, the other two, meh. I got stuff to say about it, but that's for another day. When yeah. we talk about those episodes? Uh, yeah, for when we talk about those week. episodes. <laughs> no. Uh, we I... have a plan for next week. Do we? Yes. We'll get yeah. on to that. Yeah, we'll get on to that after the news. Oh. oh, is it news time? Yeah. It is news o'clock. What time is it? News o'clock. Now shut up and do the news. Where's ding, the ding, news ding, 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 ding. I guess. Oh, news thing. There we go. That was the news thing. Uh, guess what? There's not a lot. Um, however, coming at the end of this, uh, yes, end of 2021, there will be a Doctor Who graphic novel starring uh, Captain Jack Harkness, which ties into. Episode two of series thirteen. Ooh, this hey. is that's going to be either really good or a massive letdown. Now they've said mm. that. Oh, yeah, no. I'm but fascinated yeah. by this, and also fascinated by the. Should I just? I'm going to read the press release because um, oh. there's some interesting stuff in there. Um, a thrilling new Doctor Who graphic novel, which stars fan favorite Captain Jack Harkness as he goes up against the Insidious Torchwood Institute! Exclamation mark. In the midst of kicking alien butt. And looking good doing it with his uh, cock out on set. That's, he didn't say that in the... Yeah, all right. Captain Jack Harkness is suddenly transported through a time window to the 19th century Cardiff. Again. That's going to be like the fourth Jack in 19th century Cardiff now. <laughs> Realising there's... Is he uh, going to than... a gay soldier to get with? <laughs> Realising there's more than one thing afoot, he sets out to uncover what the Victorian-era Torchwood Institute team are up to behind closed doors helping solve the mystery of why time windows are cropping up everywhere what he finds is very unexpected and will certainly leave him needing a hand from some old friends 
Oh, Bursting hang on. straight out of the long running hit television series, this bond entails Holly up to the 13. Bye, 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 bye. So, yeah. So, well, he has to work out what the Victorian Torchwood are doing behind closed doors, yet he worked mm-hmm. for Torchwood in the Victorian age. Yeah, literally. There's, there's yeah. Literal scenes with him with them. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yes, that's. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. So, he but has also to find the... out what he is doing. Yes, that makes me think especially the um needing help needing a hand from some old friends it's gonna be him it's himself <laughs> oh, it might be yeah that would be cool oh yeah. I, I i had assumed it was like the doctor and he has but yeah it's gonna be himself isn't it in similar news haven't we seen that picture of Araman in a chair yes he was getting yes, his head the the <laughs> which is uh, presumably something to do with this i would say this or time fracture? I think it's time fracture because it's the thing of him with the first doctor, isn't there? Yeah, mm. but um, I, it might be both. I think. Yeah. Because he, some he, must, he must be an episode two then, if this ties in directly to it. Mm. If, if Bradley's the, coming back, it might be Twice Upon a Time Part Two. No. With Jodie Whittaker instead. No. No, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. Will they have an actual plot this time? Twice upon a second time. (laughs) Twice upon two times. Thrice upon twice. Thrice upon (laughs) thrice upon two once. Thrice upon one time. Twice upon two. Twice twice two times upon twice a time. um, Two times twice. Two times twice upon a time. Twice. Thrice. Two times upon my dick. Um. Yeah. So, what do you think this means for the second episode for series thirteen or one or, or two? Captain um, Jacket. Well, presumably going back to the Victorian oh. era. Yeah, and we have seen them in like a somewhat Victorian outfit on their filming. Mm-hmm. Do you so. think they're bringing back Torchwood? They must be. They must be. I, I don't know. I don't I know as a. So. But uh, I like, they just canonically in. Maybe. They should bring it back, and I mean, it would be okay if it was like set in a different time of Torchwood, like Victorian Torchwood or Future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would just love if Eve Miles came back as well. Yeah, she might not at the moment though. She is pregnant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's up to her, but. Yeah. I would like to see Torchwood back because it does end abruptly Mm. at the end of uh, Miracle Day. Miracle Day is so underrated. It doesn't really sort out what it's doing until the end. Like, you've got pharmaceutical companies and then a god and Oswald Danes tries to become a good guy. I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah. Because it keeps... It could be anything. I think it's so underrated. Yeah. Anyway, good this is link. Uh, other news, Dan. There isn't any. Well, I was going to mention the time fracture stuff, but the, other than that, there's the casting. There's the casting. They've they released the cast for time fracture and who's in it. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Time, time fracture. Yeah. Because I think we we already mentioned that, didn't we? No. We said there were photos of John Barrowman and a first Doctor. Who? There's some other news. Is there? Uh, Big Finish have got oh. a Guinness World Record for the longest-running sci-fi audio series. How many of them are there? 
Uh, I don't know, but it's been for 275 consecutive months. Um, months. That's an odd way to... Well, yeah, I don't know. It's the monthly way. series, isn't it? Yeah, it's the monthly range. I know, but it's, it, it seems like an odd way to measure it. How how many other on like how, uh, audio sci-fi series are there? Uh, the other ones from Big Finish. The Archers <laughs> in space. The Archers in space. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then there's the other news as well that Minifigs Me have remade their modern Doctors, uh, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Who's remade what? Minifigs Me. The Lego. Oh, the Lego thing. Uh, that, that's very important news. <laughs> Who don't include the right hairpiece for Colin Baker. No, but that is... Um, yeah. But not much news. I preferred it when we had loads of news. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of dried up. Like, n- nothing's coming out about the new figures, nothing about the next collection box set like nothing about the series really mm. yeah it's gone into I'm not I'm looking at this uh, the casting for Time Fracture it does just seem to be a list of people uh, it is mostly it's just a list of like 30 names and it's like that this is, that is what the press release was because I've seen the official press release because the website I linked to is the my mum's website <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right thing. If she's on their press release list, it could be a good thing. <laughs> I think we should go to it, and everyone else keeps saying we shouldn't. If if I can get a free ticket for it, I'm fucking Wait, going. We should, go we should do it. Do what? Go. I'll go to Time Fracture when it opens. Yeah, let's do it. Dab straight. All of us who live in like the north of England go to London for it. <laughs> I did that for Taskmaster. So I'll go visit her. Well, I think we should. I think we should do it. And all. Dan, that's when we could do Shabocast on the road. Exactly. Uh, Where where can Cameron? Where can they get in contact with us? They can get all three people who listen with us at the Shabocast on Twitter and Instagram. I don't think we do the Instagram anymore uh, that much because I I don't run it. I think Paul just uses it to promote his. I said this last week. Uh, Carry on stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, he sort of does that with the Twitter as well. Yeah. So uh, until then, thank you for listening. Uh, um, yeah, thank you. Fuck off. Goodbye. Um, bye. Yeah. Bye bye now. Bye.